Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. This is the Believe in Pro Wrestling Podcast. Here's Rick Uccino and SP3 on the Believe Podcast Network. Oh, yeah, bringing that Monday energy here on Believe in Pro Wrestling Live. We appreciate everybody who's joining us here. Hope it's a wonderful Monday afternoon, whether you're at work, whether you just got off work like I did, whether you're over in the UK chilling with a basket of fish and chips like SP3 is. Have you, ha, okay, um, have you had fish and chips while you've been over there? No, I, I did that the first time I was out here and I didn't like it too much. I've had uh, chips for sure. I haven't had fish and chips quite yet. And I had Nando's for the first time today. It, okay, now what what is Nando's? You have to explain that to me. What is Nando's? Nando's is a very famous chicken place out here. It's okay. uh it was bad mouthed by one of uh the people we're gonna be talking about on today's show. Great segue. Uh, Great segue. Yeah, Love it. So Love it. It's good stuff. All right. Well, you liked it. Sasha Banks did not. There's a lot of things that Sasha Banks uh, is not liking these days, uh, unless it's just chilling at a Steve Aoki concert. I mean, and, and jamming out on stage. She continues to live her best life, and I think that is going to be uh, what's going to continue for a while here, and that means living her best life sans WWE. We're going to get into all the latest. What is up, Safet? What is up, Rondo? What is up, Joshua? We appreciate everybody who is joining us here. Get your comments in. Uh, get your questions in. We're going to try and get through as much as we can because I know Sid has a heart out here in about 43 minutes. And we have a lot uh, to cover today. Like I said, the latest with Sasha Banks uh, and Naomi and what this is going to mean uh, for both the company and themselves moving forward. Also, we have uh, another uh, debut that happened this past week in Mr. Max Dupree. And the more I think about it, the more I kind of like this and how this is shaping out. I know Sid and I are going to disagree on this one, but we'll talk about that. Also, we had a tag team title unification that actually went down, and reportedly this was a last-minute decision. We'll dive into that. Plus, oh, my God, has anybody stopped and looked at the double-or-nothing card? Holy shitballs. There's a lot to, to dive into there as well. And Stephanie McMahon taking a leave of absence from WWE. Could we get any more things to talk about? Let's stop wasting time. First things first, got to thank our partners over at Bet Online, the continued number one source for all your sports betting needs and information. Get the latest odds, news, uh, sports developments on the NBA playoffs, Major League Baseball fights, NFL futures. It's all there. Bet Online, your continued source for all your wagering needs, including live betting and fan favorite Vegas casino and poker games. Real easy to get started, folks. Go to the website, use your mobile device, sign up. Use our promo code when you do it. Believe, that is B-L-E-A-V, and you will receive your 50%. I said 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. And SP3, we will dive right into uh, what happened on Friday Night SmackDown this past week. It was all about the tag teams, those who were there and those who were not there. Um, not a shocker to a lot of people that Sasha and Naomi were not on the show. The question was, would WWE respond? Would they take any kind of action? Would they mention it? Oh, boy, howdy, did they mention it? Uh, they waited until about right before the main event. And Michael Cole goes on this, this diatribe about how Sasha and Naomi uh, let down WWE and let down the WWE universe by walking out on the company uh, a week ago today now. 
and they have suspended them indefinitely. They have stripped them of the women's tag team titles. A tournament is going to be held in the near future to determine new uh, women's tag team champions. We had to know that a, a, some kind of disciplinary action was coming down the line here sooner rather than later. Your reaction on the punishment and how it was handed down. Is WWE handling this in the right way, in your opinion? Um, no. I mean, they didn't handle it right when we talked about this the first time on Tuesday morning following Monday Night Raw. And they've just been trying to play catch up ever since. They They went out. And they tried to control the narrative and get their story out before Sasha and Naomi could and tried to pit the locker room against them. And, you know, regardless of how you feel about what Sasha and Naomi did, if you're on WWE side, if you favor the performer, regardless of how you feel, I don't think anyone can say WWE handled this the right way. You can't handle it the right way with what they did, unprecedented type of stuff, like sending out statements to not only, you know, control the narrative, but to also completely break kayfabe and say that it's a scripted program. So they're all, they're just playing catch up with this. Uh, I've said it, I said it on uh, Redacted, I said it on True Hill Heat, that if it, if it was, if they had waited before you know it waited they just done monday night raw say they made a change say uh you know uh you know becky lynch and oscar came to adam pierce and they wanted a one-on-one matchup to determine the number one contender and not even mention sasha and naomi walking out and then take the time take the week to think about it and then did the statement by michael cole on smackdown suspending them then maybe I would say that WWE handled this okay. I can't even say that much. I don't think anyone in this situation comes out looking good. We're now a week a week later, and I still don't feel that way. I'm very much in the middle when it comes to all of this, but it's not surprising that it's they are suspended. It's not surprising the report from Russell votes that things are just going to get worse before they get any better. And I literally was saying that to somebody on social media. And then a couple of hours later that came out and I was just like, well, I'm not, I'm not behind the Russell votes Twitter page, but I think this is a very obvious situation that it's only going to get worse from here. They were suspended. They were stripped of the titles. Their merchandise was taken exactly. off a WWE shop. So they can't make money while they, they are. Suspended. They were scrubbed from the then now forever opening package. WWE is sending a message. This isn't just about punishing two superstars. This is sending a message and honestly i kind of feel like wwe's focusing on the wrong thing here right what sasha banks and naomi did was wrong plain and simple whether you agree with what their reported feelings were about their creative positioning whether you feel like they 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 had every right to stand up for what they believe in and and go against what a lot of people feel is bad creative i'm on their side on that but the fact is they waited until the show began and then they decided to walk out after the show started that that merited punishment that merited some kind of of maybe a fine disciplinary action. If WWE had just suspended them and stripped them of the titles and that was it, I would have been fine with that. Honestly, I would have been fine with that because that would have been merited in my opinion, even though I agree with what they were saying and the cause that they stood up for. 
but it's this going above and beyond that WWE is doing with releasing the statement and then ha- then doubling down on Friday by having Michael Cole say they let everybody down, which is horseshit. Uh, I mean, absolutely. Did they let some people down? Yes, I would say primarily those in WWE management, probably quite a few of their co-workers and maybe a few fans. But man, there there is, I guarantee you, there are not, droves and droves of wwe fans who are crying that they missed out on sasha banks and naomi in that main event on on monday night they're smackdown superstars i said it; they had no business being in that match in the first damn place all right but again they did walk out on the show that merited some kind of punishment but having michael cole double down like he did to me is them now trying to completely paint sasha banks and naomi as 100 at fault which is not the case because WWE is is equally at fault in the fact that their shitty creative drove them to this point. Case in point, WWE said, hey, we're going to hold a tournament to determine the new women's tag team champions. Wrestling Observer today said WWE is having a hard time doing that because internally they only have one tag team listed on the roster. One, Natty and Sasha, or excuse me, Natty and Nail, Natty and uh, Shayna. That's it. They don't even have Dewdrop and Nikki listed internally. Somebody, if somebody ain't sitting back in that creative meeting and going, you know, maybe Sasha and Naomi had a point. If somebody ain't saying that today, I don't know what the hell they're thinking because that's case in point that they did have a valid argument. WWE had nothing planned for those tag team titles because they wanted to feed Sasha and Naomi to the two women's champions, reportedly, not totally confirmed, but reportedly wanted to feed them both to them. And then, oh, yeah, we'll go back to your little program with Nikki and Dewdrop down the line. That shows you how much they give a shit about those women's tag team titles. That's reportedly what they were fighting against. And thus, here we are. Now, even if you look at like the most logical people to put in this tournament yeah you could probably put carmella and queen Zelina back together you got nikki and dewdrop you got natty and Shayna. who the hell am i supposed to root for in that women's tag team tournament if those are your three crutches right now and if you put Rhea and Liv back together with all these teases that edge has been doing that's gonna be a heel team because you're gonna turn a Liv morgan into a heel to put her with the judgment day you got no baby faces there's a massive void that's been left here which we're going to get to but this is clearly WWE trying to paint them as 100% wrong when clearly they contributed to this issue and they don't want to admit it. And we've seen it with other people. How many people have been let go because they have been fighting against creative, whether it's Keith Lee, whether it's Bray Wyatt, whether it's Sasha Banks and Naomi, and what happens? What's the word we always get? Oh, well, they were hard to work with. They yeah. were hard to work with. They had it goes attitude back, issues. It, it goes back further. They just said the same thing about Brody Lee. Brody Lee, who no one had a bad word to say about when he passed away. They said the same thing about FTR. Even though the reports were they were they were interested in getting FTR, then when FTR said they're not interested in talking to them while they're under contract with AEW, oh, they were hard to work with. They yeah. they, they we don't, we're not interested in them. This is their their go to thing. They are never in the wrong, and that's why I said what I said a couple of different times throughout this week that we view 
the different walkouts in history differently because with like Stone Cold Steve Austin, you view it differently because he let them dictate the story. WWE didn't say, oh, you know, maybe we overreacted when we buried Austin on the on the raw that he didn't show up. No, he came back and he had to say, oh, no, I dropped the ball. Yeah, yeah, you guys were right. But he also said that he didn't he didn't like the fact he had an issue with The Rock all the way up until their matchup at WrestleMania 19. This is what WWE has done for so long. They never want they never take accountability for what they do. They are they are they have to take some type of responsibility for the situation that they're in right now. I you, whatever you want to say about Sasha and Naomi, they value themselves. They value their what they wanted to do. They were kind of put into this situation. Neither one of them were really that, that wasn't the plan for WrestleMania for either one of them. You know, the news came out over the weekend. Sasha Banks was supposed to be in a SmackDown Women's Championship matchup. Naomi, obviously, it, 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 you you did the five month storyline with Sonya Deville. That obviously you had the probably someone in creative had told her you know we're building to you and sonia at wrestlemania so they had two separate programs and then basically when they blew off her and sonia early for no reason and then they you know ronda came back they just put them together and was like here here's the tag team titles and they never had plans after that that was basically their consolation prize for their yep. real plans being canceled yep and then you know you had those reports of, yeah, this was the just the tipping point on Monday, right? This was the tipping point for Sasha Banks where she finally said, you know what? Screw this because I was promised one thing, then I was promised another, and then, you know what? You guys gave us these tag team titles and we're like, all right, but we're going to make these damn things mean something. And then they're like, oh, well, we're going to put these on hold. Oh, hey, look, you're going to get your match against Ronda Rousey. Yeah, you're going to lose, but you're going to get this match against Ronda Rousey at Hell in a Cell, which they had basically already informed us is a punting pay-per-view just waiting to get uh to the three big stadium shows that they're going to be doing so much so that neither the wwe or universal title is going to be on this card um and now or the, title, not- or the tag team title unification if you were if you, this is this is how i know before we get to that one we know that that was a last minute decision because if you were going to unify the tag team titles you should have done it at the pay-per-view that's not going to have yes. the wwe and universal yes. title on the line preach preach But this is clearly WWE sending a message that says, hey, look, our way or the highway, if you fight us, this is what's going to happen. And I think Sasha Banks is just as big of a star that they are willing to do this to. Because we've always talked about WWE, they care about like the Golden Six, right? Roman, Seth, Ronda, Becky, Charlotte and Brock, right? That's the golden six. And then there are other people that are kind of hovering around in that area. Sasha Banks was one of those that kind of hovers around in that area. And they're doing this to her because she's difficult to work with or she needs to fix her attitude. They are trying to send a message because they don't want other people doing this. That's exactly what they're doing. Suspending them, stripping of the titles, that's one thing. You don't scrub them from the then now forever graphic and put in Cody Rhodes. If you're not trying to send a message, you don't pull their merchandise from WWE. You pulled Sasha Banks's merchandise from WWE shop. Like you ain't making money off of that. This is literally above and beyond a message. And look, I have 
of course Sasha Banks is going to be upset that she got pulled from a title program for Ronda Rousey coming in. I know some people are going to feel a certain way about that, but if I'm Sasha Banks, who main evented the WrestleMania before, who's been here for, you know, the in a majority of the time since Ronda Rousey had left the had left the company and I'm one of their top stars and they started building this thing toward herself and Charlotte at WrestleMania, which they did start building. And then here comes in Ronda Rousey. And all of a sudden, not only am I not in the main event of WrestleMania, not only am I not in that title program, but you have me in the Royal Rumble for all of five damn minutes before you are tossing my ass out. And then you're giving me this this thrown together tag team title program against three other teams, the two of which aren't even teams anymore. What, six weeks after WrestleMania? WWE's clearly got to own up to the fact that they have creative issues and it is driving people out of this company. People like Sasha Banks now, people like Tony Storm, who was in a world title program and then left immediately afterward. And like my big thing is if if, if okay, we, we know what happened at WrestleMania. Charlotte Flair defeats Ronda Rousey. Why couldn't Sasha Banks be in that match then? If the if if Charlotte's gonna win anyway, why not right. make it a triple threat? It makes it a better match. What the hell are we doing because, here? Because you needed a fourth team? Because you put, needed put a fourth team? On. No, because this is all about getting the match that Vince wanted. You said it yourself. Yes. That's all it was. It was Vince getting the match that he always wanted at WrestleMania 35. He wasn't going to put Sasha Banks in that match because he didn't feel obligated to put Sasha yeah. Banks in that match. He was obligated and forced to put Becky Lynch into the main event of WrestleMania 35 by the droves of fans and the work that Becky Lynch did. She, he had to do it, and he had to put her over. So this was all about putting on the match that he wanted, and it was a feud that, for all intents and purposes, fell completely flat. And now yeah. WWE is is looking at a massive problem because if you look over on the SmackDown women's roster, you take away Sasha and you take away Naomi, holy shit, is there a void left there? 100%. So let's 100%. dive into that, shall we? It's time to answer the five count on the Believe Podcast Network. All right, so branching off of this now, you got Ronda, you got Raquel, who you got after that? Aaliyah, Shotzi, Shayna, Natty. Talent. There's talent there. People. There's going people. The there's, you got people. You got people that you have not come close to booking like they matter in forever. Shayna Baszler should be one of the top heels in WWE, but you guys neutered her after she lost to Be Becky Lynch at WrestleMania 36. Becky Lynch went away. So did Shayna Baszler. Shayna Baszler didn't need to go away after WrestleMania 36. They complete, nobody's booking. Nobody, of anybody who's left in the company, nobody's booking has suffered since the pandemic started more than Shayna Baszler. She went from dominant monster to I'm losing to Dana Brooke on Monday Night Raw in three minutes. That's how badly her booking has been. She lost to Lana several times yes. before Lana got fired. Yes, correct. So I will ask you, SB3, they have talent there, obviously. But do they have enough to fill the void left by Sasha and Naomi's absence? No, because WWE, I, I, I've seen this argument a lot 
over the weekend because of the, you know, what we had on screen before that, you know, Sasha Banks lost her WrestleMania feud due to Ronda Rousey returning. And it became an argument of WWE over overrating Ronda Rousey star power and underrating Sasha Banks uh, star power. I think half of that is true. WWE has a vastly underrated Sasha Banks's star power. She right. has crossed over to the mainstream. She's been on Wild and Out. She's the cousin of Snoop Dogg. She she can you know she's done all these different shows and media she's been in Star Wars for fuck she was sake. she was in the Mandalorian season two. Like they were talking about her doing her own series, a spinoff from that. They have vastly, vastly underrated Sasha Banks's uh you know star power. But I think it's 100%. Res- I've said this on Twitter. I'm going to say it here. Wrestling Twitter is actively, actively praying and hoping for Ronda Rousey to fail. And that's why this it became the argument of you're underrating one person, you're overrating one another person. I hate those arguments. Stop yeah. tearing other people down to build a case for somebody else. Thank you. Thank you. Don't need to do it for Sasha Banks. Sasha Banks is a star on her own. You don't yes. need to tear down Ronda to make Sasha a star. Like Ronda Rousey legitimately, ex Vince McMahon, ex Stephanie McMahon, ex Triple H, ex anyone in management. If it wasn't for Ronda Rousey basically pushing and bringing women's MMA to UFC, we would not have no women's evolution. I've said it once, I'll say it again. The whole reason I did the whole gimmick and called her the Lord and Savior is because when Ronda Rousey came to WWE, WWE was just like, yeah, we had the women's revolution for the last three years since 2015 when we called up the four horsewomen, but now we are are totally evolving that to the next level. We're going to do the first ever women's Royal Rumble so Ronda can come out and debut after that. We are going to do, we're going to do, you know, a major feud with with women with stephanie mcmahon and triple h a headline matchup at wrestlemania 34 we're gonna do evolution the all women's pay-per-view we're gonna have women main event wrestlemania we're gonna come up with the women's tag team titles yes sasha and bailey push for it but i don't think it would have happened if ronda rousey wasn't with the company so you guys need to stop this it doesn't need to be done sasha banks is a legitimate star heel Babyface, she has mainstream crossover appeal. There is no reason to bring Ronda Rousey into the discussion to make to prop up Sasha Banks. Sasha Banks is already propped up, and WWE doesn't realize it. It's about WWE versus Sasha Banks. It's not yeah. about Sasha Banks versus Ronda Rousey. And Naomi has just been underrated for well over a decade. Yep. Like we had people, you know, MJF got a lot of pub last week when he said, Oh, the PC made this person, that person, this person that person and he mentioned naomi and i was like mj is saying a lot of truth in this week but he's not realizing <laughs> that naomi was made in the fc F, uh, fcw and have been with the company for three been on the main roster for three years before she even before the performance center was even built so naomi 
has been vastly underrated. She could have been one of those major stars, and I could even put her on the same level of crossover appeal as Sasha Banks. You had her return at the 2020 Royal Rumble, and that became the most viral thing about that whole Royal Rumble yeah. matchup. Her coming out with the Afro hair. You had Kiki Palmer saying that she wanted to play Naomi in a docu-series, a docu-film. She was talked about all over, and WWE completely wiped her out. And the next time that she made news and was viral again is when she's doing a karaoke contest on SmackDown. So this company does not, you can smack them across the face with a star and they wouldn't know it. They have literally, they, I blame more of the company for what Ronda Rousey, people can say, oh, this new, this second round of Ronda Rousey has come off flat. A lot of that is down to WWE. A lot of these, if you would have let Ronda Rousey be what she wanted to be, she wanted to come back and be a heel. I think we would have totally not be looking at Ronda Rousey's current run the way we are looking at it. But WWE just has an issue with recognizing a star and pushing a star like a star, unless their name, unless it's one person. They have literally gone back. I've said this argument for a couple of years now. The John Cena era has totally effed up wwe completely because they reverted back the attitude era you had eight or nine guys that could go into the main event scene when john cena came up and they put all their cars on john cena they reverted back to the hulk hogan era the hulk hogan era had stars like ricky the dragon steamboat like the macho man randy savage like ultimate warrior but they kept going back to hogan they made it a one-star factory and that's what they did with john cena and then john cena passed the torch to roman reigns and that's what they've done with roman reigns since 2015 and they and even though Becky Lynch has rose up, Brian Danielson rose up, CM Punk rose up. They have still gone back to Roman Reigns. It's all Roman Reigns all the time, and you could smack them across the face five times with a star. They wouldn't know it. Uh, Quadratrons, hoping I pronounced that correctly. I think they need to bring back mixed tag. Uh, they need to integrate the men and women to uh, fill the void and create storylines. I, I don't know if you're talking about like the Mix Max challenge or just, uh, hi there, hi, cameo appearance. What up? Uh, I don't know if you're talking about Mixed Match Challenge or or more tag team uh, integration, but uh, they're starting to do that with with Rhea and Edge. We'll we'll see how that uh, how that progresses. I just think they need to actually stick to a plan and forget, let's get back to the basics. All right, let's get back to the basics because outside of the Raw Women's Championship and maybe the United States Title, ain't none of these singles championships being booked well at all right now across the board across the board case in point you put the wwe and universal championships on one guy and then parked them your top draw your biggest guy roman reigns has all the gold ain't doing squat with it right now um i think they just need to get back to the basics and to answer the question i think they do have the talent but like they have to they gotta do some major adjustments like the only thing that they can do I, in my opinion, because if they think bringing Charlotte Flair back to feud with Ronda Rousey is going to save SmackDown and hold up the, the no, it's not because nobody's been into that feud for the last several months. And the last thing anybody's going to want to see is those two fighting against once Charlotte comes back. I'm orchestrating a trade right now. I and I know Fox would be totally against this, but I'm trying to convince them if I'm WWE that this is the right move to make. I'm sending Charlotte Flair to Raw. I'm sending Becky Lynch and Alexa Bliss over to SmackDown, and then I'm bringing Bailey as soon as she's ready, back and good and healthy, over to SmackDown as well, and I'm building towards Becky and Ronda at SummerSlam. 
I think that is what you got to do right now to put some juice into the SmackDown women's division because I don't know what they're going to do because Ronda versus Charlotte doesn't make any sense to go back to that. And they got a lot of massive problems to if they think they're going to fill up a women's tag team title tournament. Unless Vince McMahon is on the horn right now with the Bellas and Beth Phoenix and trying to get uh, Lita and Trish Stratus, unless they're doing like a mixed NXT women's tag team, women's tag team title unification tournament, which is what they probably should do. I don't know how you're going to fill out a bracket more than four teams. I don't know how it's possible. It all depends, really. Once again, I think they're going to have to lean on Becky Lynch and Bailey to bail their asses out. That's what they're going to have to do. And whether that means turning Becky back babyface or keeping her as a heel and putting her against Ronda, which might be a bad idea because that's exactly what happened the last damn time they did that. We all saw how that worked out. They have created massive problems for themselves. Massive problems for themselves. And the only thing that they can do is go from their surplus on Raw and help fill out SmackDown, which would kind of balance out the rosters a little bit. Or they call in the legends. Like that's WWE the- don't do trades, though. They don't do that's trades. They're that's- not going to do this. Uh, if, we're, if we're being realistic, does WWE have currently have the talent on the main roster to fill the void left by Sasha and Naomi's absence? The answer is no, they don't. Because, like I said, this company doesn't recognize when they have a star right in front of them. You talked about Shayna Baszler. Shayna Baszler, they they didn't know what to do with. Natalia, Natalia's been around for 10 years. She's had so many stops and starts. She's the Dolph Ziggler of the women's division. She had to go to NXT to feel relevant again. Same with Dolph Ziggler. Neither one of them have felt... They just keep bumping poor Natty from tag team to tag team to tag team. How many different partners has she had over the last few years? Like, luckily, her and Tamina got a run with the belts, right? Was that that was her? That was her and Tamina. I can't keep it straight at this yeah, point. It was Jesus. That's right, because it was Shayna and Nia, right? That, that were tag team champs at one point. Because they all of these teams, champs. right? Because all these teams make fucking sense. <sighs> WWE's got some issues to work out, but let's let's focus on on Sasha Banks and Naomi. I think this is a a very valid question to ask. Are they ever going to wrestle for WWE again? Um, I would say Naomi is. Uh, she's got the family connections. I think that the family can talk to you know Vince and management, and she will come back. So I'll say yes to Naomi. I have a bigger question mark with Sasha Banks. And at this point, I said it, I said it, you know, on Tuesday last week, and I'll say it here. I don't think she should. The only way you create change or you make it different from the last other times you've left this company, you know, when you lost the women's tag team titles after WrestleMania 35, when you took a break after WrestleMania 37, the mystery with what happened at SummerSlam, you know, the only way you're going to create a change and really make an impact by this walkout is if you don't come back. So I'm going to say no for Sasha Banks. I'm going to say yes for Naomi. Uh, I, I definitely believe it will be sooner before Sasha Banks does. I think Sasha Banks is going to dig her heels in. Uh, and the only thing that could complicate this is there's been talk of freezing their contracts, right? And we don't know exactly when their contracts are up. 
Uh, you know, whether it's two months from now, whether it's two years, I know there was some confusion on Sasha Banks's deal, whether she signed a three-year extension or a five-year extension. Um, you know, that's, that's one of the things where it's, it's difficult to like, if this is the NFL, we know exactly how much they're getting making and how much time they got left on their deal. We don't know that for WWE contracts. Um, so this is, it's all a guessing game. I'm going to say yes for Sasha Banks, but it is not going to be for a very long time. Sasha Banks is going to leave WWE. She is going to do whatever the hell it is she wants, whether that's go to AEW and rule there for two years and and elevate that women's division to uh, greater heights than it is uh, currently right now. And they are on the way up. You can believe that. I think we would agree. We would all like to see some more time for the women's champion, Thunder Rosa. Uh, and hopefully that will happen after she beats Serena Deeb at double or nothing. Um, there's always improvements to be made, but they have come a long way since when that company first started up. Sasha Banks would add greatly to that. No doubt. She would walk in there and be their biggest star. And again, that is no disrespect to Thunder Rosa or the good doctor. She just would be. That says more about Sasha Banks than it does anybody else in that women's division. Or she's going to go to Hollywood and she's going to star in Star Wars movies and she's going to maybe be added to the MCU and she's going to go become a bigger mainstream crossover star than WWE ever realized that they had. And then once she becomes this big mainstream crossover star, WWE is finally going to go, shit, we need her back in here for WrestleMania. Whether that happens in 2023, whether that happens in 2024, whether that happens in 2025, I do not know. But all I know is WWE eventually will let Sasha Banks walk, and they are going to regret it. And Sasha Banks will return to a big-ass payday, and she will wrestle again, probably at WrestleMania in a big match. She's still young. How old is Sasha Banks? Is she even 30 yet? No, she's not. Yeah. Uh, she, uh, yes, she is. She turned 30. Oh, this she year. Is? oh I didn't know if her birthday. 30 was this year. Year. She's 30. She's four years younger than us. Sid. She's going to be just Insane. fine. I think she will be back. She will be wrestling in WWE somewhere around age 32, 33. I think that's the next time that we see her. I really do. But I do believe uh, that she will be back. It's just going to take time heals all things. You can never say never. Let's look at Cody Rhodes. Uh, this past Friday, moving on here, we had the big tag team title unification match dominated the show. Dominated. They opened up on Friday talking about how this was the biggest night in the history of tag team wrestling, Sid. And I'm sitting here going, you better give us a damn finish if you are, if you are touting this up this much. And then they did. Yeah, it was bullshit. Roman Reigns got involved. But we, at the end of the day, had a finish, had new unified tag team champions. This goes against reports that Dave Meltzer had said they were going to go through with the match, but not with the title unification. Then they go through with the unification. How surprised are you that the Usos are wearing all the gold today? Um, I'm very surprised because if you were going to do a title unification, maybe you should have done it at the last pay-per-view, WrestleMania Backlash, when you advertised it for three weeks maybe you should have done it at hell in a cell where you're not going to have a wwe or universal championship being decided i wasn't surprised after watching the first segment and the way they hyped it up throughout the night i i said the same thing i was like well i'm pretty sure they're going to give us a finish now because they're going over the top with yeah. this and they would just look so dumb after they just said, oh, we're sorry we didn't give you the advertised main event because it's all Sasha and Naomi's fault, and then they give us an advertised main event with that type of finish. finish. No, they, they, can't, they can't do that just 
five days later. Not even so, they are that dumb. <laughs> exactly. Not even they are that dumb. So the, it surprised me as a person going into the night and not expecting a finish. It did surprise me there. It surprised me that it happened on SmackDown and they didn't wait for the pay-per-view to do it. it no, we're going to get the it, rematch. The rematch is going to happen at the pay-per-view. Because that's a much bigger match than the first ever time a title is being unified. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, it does. It does surprise me, but it does kind of confirm what Meltzer reported that this was a last minute decision. I am. I think I'm more relieved than I am surprised just because I was expecting them to do all of this hype, all of this build and then go yeah nope here's that dq we're not really doing it we, you we know you guys wanted the match right we gave you the match but we didn't want to unify the tag team titles it's going to be interesting to see if how far they go with this same same with roman really because they've unified these titles but we don't we don't have a unified belt they're just carrying around all the gold right now um so it's going to be interesting to see i was i was mildly i was i was surprised i will say i was surprised but i think my my level of relief overtakes that and i definitely think we're going to get a rematch uh at hell in a cell uh i was pleasantly pleasantly surprised uh by the uh, finally the debut of la night uh on uh, friday night smackdown that it was until la night opened his mouth and said hi i'm max dupree and he is the ceo of maximum male models and the more i go back and i watch this i i honestly I, like many people, were going, what the fuck are they doing with L.A. Knight introducing a new persona again uh, for Eli Drake after we have already established L.A. Knight as a character on NXT? He had gotten over with the audience, right? Why are we going back and now taking this guy who most of us know at this point and just acting like L.A. Knight never existed and they're giving us a new persona? But I go back and I watch. LA night and I'm going this mother trucker can make anything work. He can make anything work. And I think with the proper booking, he's going to make this work. But I know there are a lot of people who are looking at the name, who are looking at the name of his group that we don't yet officially know who's in it, although if you pay attention to the dark matches, we know who's going to be in it. There are a lot of people who think this is DOA. Dead on arrival. Ain't it going to work? And I believe you are one of them SP3. I mean, how many how many people have been released that you said the same thing about, Rick, that, oh, they can make anything work. Bearcat Lee, he can make anything work. Bray Wyatt, he can make anything work. Bray Wyatt did LA make anything work. Yeah, and he got, he got released. So, it, obviously, you saying that and them being able to back up those words doesn't mean jack crap. It don't mean nothing, ladies and gentlemen. And, yes, I believe L.A. Knight is a talented performer but you you already damned him by making a professional wrestler into a manager then you damned him again by this name change and the night model management sounded much better than yeah. maximum male models so it's yeah. just like it's like you 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 double down and it doesn't make any sense you own the la night name <laughs> like right? all That's the other people all the other people that you changed the name, it was, oh, you know, yo, we got to own the name. We can't have them using, you know, part of their name. So that's the reason why we're changing a name. What's the reason for this? It just know. doesn't make any sense. 
No, it's not dead on arrival, but it's definitely put him in a mud pit and he's sinking at the it's, moment. It's the same thing they did with, with Pete Dunn. They strapped a, a freaking anchor around his legs and chucked him into the ocean and said, swim. This is all going to come down to booking. I maintain retribution would have worked had they booked them properly. No, what'd they do? They lost their first damn match, right? So this is all going to depend on who shows up in the group, whether it's Face, Mace, whether it's Mansoor, whether it's somebody else, whether they add an actual heavy hitter to the group. Uh, hell, I would love Dominic Dijakovic to be in this group uh, as well and and actually name him Dominic Dijakovic again. Anything to get him re-established uh, on the main roster again uh, and, and cooking. But it is all going to come down to booking. If these guys are winning matches, if they're presented as a big deal, and not some some comedy gag, which Maximum Male Models makes me think of a Ben Stiller movie. That's not a good thing right now. But I'm 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 gonna sit here and I'm gonna say LA Knight has the charisma and the performance to make anything work, but they can't screw him over with the booking. Even Bray Wyatt, one of the most uh one of the best performers of the last two decades, had to completely reinvent himself to get over again because WWE had screwed him over to the point with bad booking that no one cared about him. So bad booking will ruin anything. They have got to book him properly. And maybe he'll, I want to see him as a player coach. All right. He can be a manager, but I also want to see him wrestle and I don't want him to be like that MVP, right? They book MVP and Lashley in matches. So MVP could take the L right. That's not what they need to do uh, with Max Dupree because Max Dupree he could be a world champion if you wanted him to be. I don't care. He's 39 years old. He could be. Switching gears. It is pay-per-view week, ladies and gentlemen. Pay-per-view week. Double or nothing coming up this Sunday. By the way, this Wednesday, 7 a.m. here on the Believe in Pro Wrestling Podcast YouTube channel. My conversation with Ricky Starks will drop. He's got a big tag team title match, so make sure to check that out. This is a stack card SP3. They added a shit ton of matches over the weekend on Rampage. I mean, pick one. Which one are you looking forward to the most? Which one do you think steals the show? Because they might not necessarily be the same one. The match I am looking forward to the most, uh, I have to say it's CM Punk versus Hangman Adam Page. I think that uh, the story they've developed has been very nice. It's been simple yet effective. Uh, I wouldn't even say that that's the best buildup to the show. I think it's quite obvious MJF and Warlow have had the best buildup to the show. But honestly, I think maybe the correct booking on that is Warlow just destroying him. So the match I'm looking forward to watching the most is Hangman Adam Page and CM Punk because I don't know who's going to win. It's so unpredictable of who's going to win that match that I am very interested to see that go down. Which one steals the show i think it's one that i've i've not felt good about the build-up at all to this because i, it's been I know what you're very, gonna say very start stop but i i am gonna no i'm gonna go with two matches one where the build has only come together in like a couple of weeks and the other where the build has been start stop the one that's been start stop is house of black versus death triangle i think yeah. that that's going to be absolutely explosive two of the best trios in aew going at it and then i'm going to go the aew world tag team title match with uh swerve, swerve strickland and keith lee versus team taz ricky starks and powerhouse hobbs versus jurassic express jungle boy and luchasaurus i think 
the whole combination and the whole feel of all three of those teams with with the you know the the regular size man and the larger man i think that that's going to just be a barn burner and it's going to surprise a lot of people how great this match is going to be a shock with the complaints of mjf being buried by wardlow if that happens there i don't think so because i still think mjf is going to be the next world champion after punk takes the title off of hangman adam page i still think that's what's end up going what is going to happen um i don't think that they would do all of this build just to have wardlow lose to mjf i think wardlow is going to have a very dominant victory over mjf and, and earn his way out of his contract uh in which case tony khan would then have to pay him uh, a ton of money to to get him on the roster uh for me honestly the match that i'm looking forward to the most is on the buy-in i i i want to see how Danhausen and Hook are going to work together. Really, honestly, they they have sold me. That that workout vignette that they played, that montage they played on Rampage on Friday was spectacular. I loved every second of it. I could watch a whole show with Hookhausen. I I'm dying to see how this is booked. Uh as far as the match that I think is going to steal the show, I'm with you on the trios match. I think Death Triangle and House of Black is going to own all sorts of ass. But this entire pay-per-view is going to absolutely own uh sp3 i know we have a hard out here uh real quick one for the road it has to be brought up stephanie mcmahon taking a leave of absence uh from wwe should we be reading more into this or is this just burnout factor what are you thinking here um from what i've heard from people inside the company um there's reasons behind it what the comp what company employees have been told is that it's a health reason i don't know if that has anything to do with stephanie herself i don't know if that has to do with triple h i don't know if that has to do with shane vince but uh i know wade keller did a podcast over uh the weekend where he says there's reasons and they're never going to come out i think that's just you know driving up speculation honestly i think she has her reasons for what it is i don't even think it's burnout i don't agree with that i think that i believe the the health reasons may have to do it and that's the reason why the reasons are not going to come out because they keep a lot of that stuff close to the vest and i don't even think we would have known about triple h's cardiac arrest if it wasn't as serious as it was so i think i think i think that it is what it is and we should just respect the fact that she's taken this leave of absence and that she let it be known the way it was the timing of it is very interesting but i'm just gonna let's leave it at that yeah um look even if it was burnout right like i'm not gonna speculate on health reasons i would never do that but even if it was burnout guys even the most glorious jobs in the world they they can be burdensome they can they can carry a heavy toll. And over the last year, Stephanie's had to go through a lot with 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 Triple H's health issues. And yes, she has a family at home and a lot of responsibilities. This just could have been a hell of a year for Stephanie. She just wants to take some time off. And I have no problems with that. We all have our issues. We all need time off. We all need a damn break. God knows I need one. I'm going fucking four straight years without taking a break off of work. All right. I desperately need one. I am fried to the max. So I get it respect her her time off wish her all the best can't wait to see her back on wwe tv one day we appreciate all you guys joining us uh here on the show today uh by the way uh somebody asked a question earlier yes it was a shock who asked a question about a certain former super superstar talking about a current superstar uh i'm not going to acknowledge that because i'm not going to give her the uh the uh, attention that she is seeking so i appreciate you asking the question i didn't ignore it or well i saw it but i'm ignoring it he he, he just answered it he thinks it's bs i think i think there's always smoke where there's fire 
Uh, I don't think so. Uh, appreciate you guys for tuning in. This is Believe in Pro Wrestling Live. Said, and I'll be back tomorrow, 7 a.m. here on the channel, recapping Raw. It'll be a big Raw tonight. Who knows who will walk out tonight? We'll see. Talk to you guys tomorrow. Believe in Pro Wrestling Live. Brought to you by Bet Online. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.